0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky, and this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from five to nine, this is
1: what you missed. There's a dating site uh, for older women looking for younger men called olderwomendating.com. And they say that over half of younger men of any age will be attracted to mature and older women Uh, among among men in their uh, early 20s. It is said that they prefer to date women who are five to 10 years older than them. Wow. Now, the site says that there are four main reasons for men in their 20s wanting to date women who are five to ten years older. All right. They say mature women have more experience when it comes to everyday life. They say they are often achievers with advanced experience in their work field and career. They say older women have found their way in the world and know how to be self-sufficient and independent, and they have refined their personalities and social skills, often leaving them more self-assured and confident. That's all the first reason? The, the, no, that's the full. That's all four. Th- that's all for me. Sex reasons. wasn't in there at all. Well, here's the real reason. Uh, at olderwomendating.com, young men in their... 20s are walking flagpoles, <laughs> so i don't think he cares about her resume so much i'd really like to see where you're going in your life before we have sex she's really accomplished <laughs> she's really turning me on with her confidence
0: uh but i know listen I, that, that's well, fine i guess hey if she can support you, yeah support sure habits perhaps that's a draw
1: yeah, uh, you know, it, I guess now it says in all age ranges, but honestly, I don't know, or maybe it would do me well to date somebody 65. <laughs> <laughs> You couldn't keep up. <laughs> I think we've learned that from your she'd,
0: little bout with exercise on the weekend.
1: She'd call me up and say, listen, old man, we're done. I need somebody who's got a little more life
0: in them. She's like, I'm 10 years closer to done than you. Yeah. I, I got some moving to do here.
1: Now, w- would you be fine dating someone mid-50s? Um, I guess. I don't know. I mean, if Adrian cleared it? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anything get
0: him out of the house take him please well i i guess you know i I can only assume in the dating world these days it's it's so much more superficial with like a profile picture Mm. that you look and say wow you know she still looks great she looks great you know yeah worry about age later
1: yeah and and the opposite is true as well and i think you know kind of going backwards i 10 to 10 years maybe 15 max but even them might be pushing it like for me to date somebody under 45 ish Right. I don't know. Really? They, they still like to do new things and right. go and see stuff. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's try camping. <laughs> what was that <laughs> Dora Steve Martin once said? Uh, yeah. No, I uh I don't think so. I I think I'd be too concerned that they'd want to go out, like, late. Like, I I hear about these
0: celebrity couples that have, like, 40 and 50 years difference between them. I think, what is your conversation like? (laughs) Like, what are you really talking about? (laughs) And what parts of it are you actually listening
1: to? At that stage, uh, they're talking about the same thing, just on opposite ends. It's all about diapers. But it's either about the baby they've had or what he's wearing. (laughs) I was like, Mick Jagger, he's uh, almost eighty, and he just had that baby with a woman in her thirties, and they're like together. They're supposedly yeah. there was an article I read the other day where he's actually committing to somebody. Yeah. Oh, well it's <laughs> oh, 78. That's good. I had to see, you're settling down. <laughs> uh, young people, we said right from the beginning of this pandemic that we we our hearts went out to them, especially those in their teen years and early twenties. You know, I think back to when I was a teenager and, you know, you, you would meet somebody, you'd be crazy about them, you'd want to be around them all the time. To have been locked down and not be able to get near them, uh, to be with your parents all the time because they right. were locked down, would have been a nightmare.
0: Yeah, and listen, I mean, technology's improved that we've got Wi-Fi and, you know, face First conversations through phones and devices, but it's still, still essentially like having a long-term relationship in every relationship you have.
1: Um, a new study found out that young people became more intimate with themselves during these strict early COVID nineteen <laughs> lockdowns. You could get more. Yeah. <laughs> I think wow! I, I think I set a record one weekend. <laughs> I, think I, went, I think I went at myself about a dozen times. <laughs> Um, the people in the study were between the ages of eighteen and thirty-two. They claimed they watch more por- porn alone, more often uh, due to the pandemic. Alone, yeah. as if they were you know, in groups is, doing that before. Just go to the Sky Dome and <laughs> rent, <laughs> rent out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, you don't really. But watching porn in a group setting is not something you would normally do. It's no. so like a stag. If you went to a stag, sometimes it would be that on. That's just awkward. Yeah. <laughs> rubbing tugs. I, yeah. Understa- I understand they're on it. rub and tugs yeah, yeah. in the background. <laughs> oh, do okay. you? Yeah, I heard. A buddy of mine went to one once. Um, so, yeah, they watch porn more often, uh, partly out of boredom. And they found themselves using sex toys more often. Women were more likely to report an increase in sexual fantasies, while men were more likely to admit watching more porn. Okay. Again, you could get more? <laughs> Did we add hours to the day? Even Pornhub called me one day and said, oh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Can you check your computer, sir? I think it's stuck on.
0: <laughs> you know, set a record.
1: Yeah, it's like the display on the TV. Yeah. Yeah. You know, are you still watching this? Yeah, that's right. The Pornhub logo is burnt into my <laughs> my screen. <laughs>
0: oh, that'll look great in a Zoom chat with the boss.
1: Yeah. And uh, women who are the uh, breadwinners in a relationship are twice as likely to fake it in bed. Because of their husband's or boyfriend's fragile egos. <laughs> okay. So if they're the breadwinner, they don't want to kind of make it any more painful for the fella.
0: (laughs) All right. You you can't keep up.
1: I get it. All right.
0: We're good. We're done.
1: Uh, This uh, study also found women fake it more in general when they think a guy's worried about his manhood or his ego is at stake. And when that's the case, women tend to sacrifice their own needs in bed to make sure they don't ruffle any more feathers. Ah, yeah. As the, what's the old joke? How do you know when a woman's had an orgasm? Who cares? That's a classic. So, fellas, if you just walk into the room, just get into the room, and she's all of a sudden here.
0: Oh. 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 Oh, God. She's faking. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock. Those
1: tags that you sent to yours, but I'll never say, yeah, yeah. The Rock, GTA's Rock Station. Welcome to Rock Mornings. That's Machine Gun Kelly. Things might get complicated for him uh, now as uh, an eight-year-old interview surfaced from Machine Gun Kelly back when he was 23. And uh, he's been asked about it, and he uh, still agrees with what he said back then. Now, he was 23, and he revealed that his celebrity crush at the time was Kendall Jenner. uh, Kendall was only 17 at the time, but that didn't seem to bother him at all. He said, I'm not waiting until she's 18. I'll go now. I'm 23, dog. I'm not like a creepy age. You know what I'm saying? I'm 23. She's 17. She's a celebrity. There's no limits right there. He also named famous rock stars who dated underage girls like Axl Rose and Jimmy Page, who he mistakenly referred to as Robert Plant. And he said, I don't care. Say what you want, man. If Kendall Jenner's in the bedroom naked and you're 50, you're going. (laughs) That's... uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, Megan uh, Fox somewhere said, Listen, I don't mind us stapling our tongues together, but I don't want you going around saying you want to sleep with underage girls. <laughs> right, yeah.
0: So. That might, that, uh, the NHL might want to hide that under yeah. the ice when he's at the All Star game
1: this weekend. Yeah, I think so. Bury that. <laughs> Anyhow, he was asked about it, and he uh, stands by his comments. And, you know, of course, of course, uh, every time I do that, I, I feel like I'm Louis C.K. Of course. Sleeping with an underage girl is wrong. Of course, it is. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. He had a celebrity crush with her. But also, when you're 23, (laughs) he's just being honest. He's saying what we all think. (laughs) You can think, excuse me, you can think anything you want to think. You just can't act on it. True. And he didn't act on it. He was just thinking it. And if we're all honest with ourselves, we've all thought some horrible things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and don't say you haven't, because you have. <laughs> what I'd do with that. <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh, I'm trying to make a plan here in regards to the weather. Okay. I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to fall over m- most of this evening into tomorrow, into Friday morning. So, um, uh, you know, southwestern Ontario is going to get more of it than us. Yeah. And maybe we'll only get the 10 centimeters, fingers crossed, but up to 20 uh, this is going to be a heavy snow. So I, heavy yeah, today. You're going to have to get out there and, uh, and work at it and p- progress through it. Okay. Because it's going to be too much Well, to I mean, in one go. For you, this
0: will be part of your new workout regimen. Yes. Right, which you started yesterday. I did. I did. I was got on me. the rower? I was on
1: the rower for 15 minutes. Did over a kilometer. Look at you. Yeah, I did. I'm going to try and do another 15 tomorrow, I every did. other day. I'll do i tw- I'll try to do twenty tomorrow-, tomorrow. All right. I'm gonna try to go at it three days a week. Okay. That's my goal. Mondays, Wednesdays. You get the heart rate going in fifteen minutes. I didn't have the. Uh, well, there was no hospital <laughs> visit. I assume. No, there was no hospital. There was a bit of a sweat, but then I sweat in the showers. So. Right. Um, <laughs> no, I have I, I steady pace. I notice my hips getting sore with the folding in and pulling out and folding right. in. And, yeah. Well, well stretching is never a bad
0: idea. Yeah, you know. That
1: seems like a lot of effort. <laughs> well. Uh, We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> but you uh, drank my waters. I, I have a routine. You know. I, this I mean, this has been an ongoing routine for some time. I drink nothing but water in the morning. Okay. And I go home and I have my lunch. And I do pound back quite a bit of food because I'm starving at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning. Then I go down for my nap around 11, 30. Then I'm up around 1 and I drink probably three or four big mugs of water throughout the afternoon till 4 o'clock. And then we uh, get into the wine. <laughs> four to six, four to six is wine time, right? And then six to nine thirty is a wind down time. And when's your uh, appointment with Doctor Downer? Ten fifteen tomorrow. Oh,
0: tomorrow. Okay, yeah. you got to better start cramming in that water.
1: <laughs> got to get through the. Got to get through the. Uh, <laughs> although funny enough, so I have these boots that are a little difficult. I struggle to get them on. You know, one of those that are just tight. So this morning I was fighting with them because I had forgotten the zipper was up on the side. And I think I've hurt my arm. <laughs> <laughs> a specimen you are. I am truly a work of art. I'm just thinking uh, in the news, lucky of the story of Ford saying to the truckers, you know, okay, guys, you've been hurt, time to go home. It kind of reminds me of like when you're in an argument with your spouse and it's either you or her and you're kind of going on about the same thing. And then the spouse says... Okay, I've heard you. I get it. Can we move along now? I get it. You've told me a thousand times I've heard you. Sound like you've had
0: that conversation before. Ah,
1: A few times. Right. It's usually me droning on about something, and then Rio will just say, okay, okay, I get it it's a uh, rock mornings welcome to it it's uh it's not good moving forward weather wise snow a coming and heavy stuff as well and it's only early february we always had the already had the one big storm and who knows what else is coming it can really weigh you down and uh, so every now and then we like to share with you something that might kind of lighten your spirits make you look at yourself and go okay My life doesn't suck nearly as much as that guy's does. Right. Well, uh,
0: I will also describe this, uh, Craig, as a cautionary tale. All right. right? Especially if we've got a snowstorm and you plan on just (laughs) hunkering down inside, smoking up a little bit. No, this is what I do. And I will also caution you that if you are uh, not a fan of homemade medical procedures... Oh, really? ...that perhaps uh, this might not be the story for you. Performing your own
1: surgery. Right. Not a thing. Okay. Uh, A man in Thailand...
0: Uh, was uh, was smoking a little weed. Uh, he had been off the weed for quite some time mm. uh, and then decided to get back in a big way. He's 23 years old. He smoked two grams of marijuana. That, uh, I'm told, <laughs> is the equivalent of six joints. Oh, that's a lot of weed. Right? Uh, he did it in just two rips on a bong. So, wow. six joints... In two hauls, basically. Now,
1: a bong's a pretty big unit. I'm assuming, I've never I've never taken a haul off a bong, but I'm assuming you probably get a lot more smoke than just smoking a right. joint. Right, well,
0: and also the intensity of yeah, it, too. So I'm told. All well, right, yes, we've heard. Especially if you've yeah. got water or something there. I'm, I'm usually yeah.
1: just doing rails off of hookers right. on our backs. So, <laughs> okay. You know. Uh,
0: so anyway, he basically did, you know, two grams in two bong rips, which wow. is a lot of weed wow. in a very short amount of time. Yes, um so with this, he went into, of course, he was high, but a cannabis induced psychotic episode. This isn't gonna end well. No. Um two hours after smoking the drugs, uh, he began to have a painful erection unrelated to any sexual stimulation, which can apparently be a side effect of smoking cannabis, you get a sore dong. Yes, I've never heard of this side in, effect in those amounts. I guess you can uh, you can get a little pain uh, hmm.
1: down there. I've heard of hunger, of course, right, and a little bit of paranoia, but never the uh, the sore willy. Well, so when you combine the
0: painful erection with the marijuana induced psychosis, mm-hmm. uh, he uh, decided in his hallucination that he, he started to grow paranoid that the head of his member looked distorted while he was examining the source of his pain. So it's almost talking to him now. it's Well, yeah, a little Tommy Lee situation right? Going on yeah. there, right? Yeah. Uh, so in an attempt to fix that problem, he <laughs> grabbed a pair of scissors oh, no! to trim the skin before he amputated it completely, oh. leaving a 2-centimeter stump and a 5-centimeter laceration in his scrotum.
1: Oh, the pain.
0: Right? Oh, my God. Now, some might say a two centimeter stump sounds all right. (laughs) Maybe an improvement. A man can dream. (laughs) Uh, It gets worse. And this is one of those stories that keeps getting worse for some reason. Um, He waited two hours before seeking medical attention. After the bleeding failed to stop. How many
1: times do you think he said, what have I done? <laughs> or, what have I done? <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't bleed out and die. Oh, no, I, yeah. Uh, he,
0: he. Well, and it gets worse. Doctors briefly considered reattaching the member, but found it to be too fragile and contaminated with ants. I guess he just dropped it on the floor and left oh, no. it there. And I bet you the ants get pretty big in Thailand. Oh, my goodness. So he, he should have just pulled a Darlene from Ozark. Right. <laughs> yeah, shot it right off. Psychosis was uh, so intense, he experienced visual and auditory hallucinations for about two weeks during his
1: recovery. Well, you know, when you're that high, like I said, normally you get hungry. I I, I would have assumed he put mustard on it and chewed it off. Right. But no, he chopped it off with scissors. I... So did they, were they able to reattach the no. penis? No, he's... He's, he's, he's stumpy. He's Ken. <laughs> <laughs> Penn and Teller aren't friends. What? Yeah, they say they have a business relationship and not being friends is why they've lasted so long. Very similar to you and I. (laughs) Nine years and running. Yeah. It's better we just four hours a day go our separate ways. We have the occasional beer here and there. It's enough. Yeah. The dog that played Toto in The Wizard of Oz was paid $125 a week, which is more than any of the human actors who played Munchkins. Wow. That's almost 2500 bucks a week in today's money. No wonder one hung himself in the background. <laughs> I'm making less than a dog. Right? <laughs> How great is my life? And cleaning
0: up after it, too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I wonder, you know, going back to Penn and Teller, like the fact that, like, uh, Penn Gillette does all the talking. Right. Right. Like, how did they decide that? Yeah, I don't know. Like, did, was that a mutually agreed upon decision? Maybe Teller had stage fright of some sort. Right. Well, I mean, you know, and, and Penn is very vocal and, yeah. you know, kind of a, that big personality. Maybe maybe he just kind of took over and said, yeah, hey, let me do all the talking. This will be our
1: shtick. I wish I could incorporate that here. (laughs) (laughs) Keep at it. Uh, The word almost is the longest common word in the English language to have all of its letters in alphabetical order. The word almost. Your A, your L, your M, O, S, and T. All right. This is good to know about surgeons. You should ask your surgeon prior to surgery. Of this question: <laughs> Do you play video games? Have you done this before? <laughs> have you ever attempted this before? <laughs> um, no, you should ask them if they play video games, because surgeons who play video games at least three hours a week perform faster and make fewer errors.
0: Oh, so all right. Well, how times have changed too. When you look at the tools of surgery, right. especially now, you know, with kind of the laparoscopic and low impact stuff. Mm-hmm. That yeah, like it's all like thumb work and and digital.
1: Yeah, right, right. right. That makes it right. Popeye didn't always get strength from spinach in the early comic strips. He got his power from rubbing a magic hen. <laughs> I'm, I don't get any stronger, and I rub a magic hen all the time. It's not a G- genie that pops <laughs> no, out of it no, either. No, like no. A tunnel. Uh, boy, these male coin spiders. You ever heard of a, mo- a male coin spider? Uh, no. They are very dedicated to their mate, the male coin coin spider bites off their own genitalia we got a lot of that topic today. right yeah they bite off their own genitalia after sex because it makes them a better fighter who will do a better job protecting the female spider they mated with and their future baby spiders oh that's loyalty that yes yes a dude lobs it off after knocking <laughs> her up he's committed <laughs> He's
0: committed. She not so much. No, not, I'm not sure if I'm into this. Like, you might not have wanted to do that.
1: I'm dating your brother. <laughs> uh, it is... Uh... These aren't yours. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go on Maury Povich. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> In 1969, a musician named Jim Sullivan recorded an album called UFO, which featured strange lyrics about leaving his family and being ab- abducted by aliens. He disappeared six years later without a trace. The only evidence was his abandoned car, which was found on a desert road. Wow. Strange, eh? I'm going to go look that album up, take a little (laughs) listen. Um, It is Groundhog Day. And so with that, some groundhog stuff for you. In the movie, no one knows how long Bill Murray's character Phil was stuck in the same day. Director Harold Harold Ramis said it was probably 30 to 40 years, but in the original script, he was to be looping around for 10,000 years. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The first Groundhog Day celebration way back in 1887, and this must be in the U.S. because we didn't get going until the 50s. Uh, it involved eating the groundhog. Oh, whoa, 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 what? We should have asked Teddy Reader about this. Apparently, they taste like a cross between pork and chicken. Everything uh, always tastes right. like chicken. Yeah. I don't know that I want No groundhog burger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take mine very well done. Thank you. <laughs> Now, we have Weirton, Willie, of course, the Bruce Peninsula, the town of Weirton. Yes. Uh, And it dates back, the story of uh, Willie dates back to uh, 1956. Uh, A dude named Mac McKenzie wanted to showcase his childhood home to his many friends, so he sent out an invitation for a Groundhog Day gathering. One of the invitations fell into the hands of a Toronto Star reporter. The reporter traveled to Weirton looking for the Groundhog Day event. None of the townspeople knew anything about it, but they suggested... (laughs) I guess this Mac McKenzie was a, a bit of a kidder. So they said, "Why don't you go over to the Arlington Hotel? That's the local watering hole, right? Uh, see what's going on there." So he ends up there, and who does he find but Mac McKenzie and his buddies all drinking? He spends the day with them drinking, and then laments to him the next morning, "I, I got to show something at the star to uh, you know for for my expenses. Like, right. I got to have some kind of story." So Mac goes and grabs his wife's hat that had a button big button on the front of it, digs a hole, sticks it in it, makes it look like it's a groundhog, and declares it's the first Groundhog Day. And from that, from a drunken night, that's how we got Groundhog Day in Canada, basically. And now we believe they can tell us the weather. That's right. That's right. The hat ran in the February 3rd, 1956 edition of the Toronto Star. A year later, 50 people arrived to see this groundhog, because I guess the way he shot it, it looked like a real animal. Uh, Wyerton Willie himself is more recent to the event. There was three mystical groundhogs that they went with for a long time, but, the, but the, uh, an actual groundhog, uh, got going in, in the, eighties. Uh, and one of them died recently. I well, thought, there's, so there's some real. Shootman, Sam, Wyerton Willie, Punxsutawney, Phil. I think we've been through a three Wyertons, but Wyerton two, which showed up, I think in 2003, uh, there's a real controversy around him because uh groundhogs are uh, territorial animals and um Wyerton, uh his two babies, Wee Willies as they're called. Okay. Which was my that's, nickname. That's, that's, that's a tough handle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm just bored. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> Wee Willies what you give me? So uh in 2003 two of Wyerton Willie the 2 or number two. Right. Uh, His wee Willys disappeared. Three months later, they were found dead in the borough where they resided with Willie. Now, uh, they believe that Willie killed the two. Oh. An allegation that's never been proven. Wow. But the woman who looked after the groundhogs informed her immediate supervisor who who chose not to inform Wyerton City Council of the incident. Fearing bad publicity. No kidding. Yes, a big scandal. The woman was allowed to keep her job despite that
0: scandal. Are you serious? Yeah. That's that's um, in Wyerton. that yeah, that's, is.
1: Yeah, next to the water
0: problem. <laughs> You're calling in Perry Mason and Colombo <laughs> on that.
1: Was it Wyerton where all the water issues were at that time? Was that Wyerton? Uh Walkerton. Walkerton. Right, yeah. Um, and this is interesting. You know, we talked today about just uh, info versus science. Right. Right. Well, this is very interesting. Uh, Locals in Wyarton claim that Willie is accurate 90% of the time. That's the story around town. Right. Science has figured it out to be a quarter of the time. (laughs) (laughs) If I was uh, either of the quarterbacks of the Rams or the the Bengals, I'd be concerned that Brady will be brought in now last minute (laughs) to play in the Super Bowl. Tom says he wants to play, so we have to let him play.
0: Well, Joe Burrow is doing fine in Cincinnati, and Matt Stafford. It's pretty crazy in LA because, you know, with Matt Stafford, the former Detroit Lion, mm-hmm. and Eminem, the Detroit superstar, all involved in the Super Bowl, this is like the closest the Detroit Lions have come to a Super Bowl yeah, in quite some time.
1: That is very true. Uh, Tom Brady has retired, and uh, he uh, put up a pretty heartfelt and nice uh, message on Instagram basically just saying that he's done a lot of reflecting and he's so proud of what he's achieved, uh, thanking his teammates, coaches, fellow competitors, fans. he is very kind to the Bucks organization in uh, Tampa Bay itself and goes on to speak about uh, all sorts of people who were inspirational to him. And of course, uh, wraps it up with thanking his wife, Giselle and the kids and the future that they have together and how much he's looking forward to that. And he talks a little bit about his future that he will be, Carrying on with his companies. I think he's got like two or three or more of them on the go. And uh, is thinking that he'll take uh, day by day, but plans on spending a lot of time giving to others and trying to enrich other people's lives, just as they've done for me. So that seems to be his game plan moving forward. Okay. Giselle left him a message as well that just basically said Don't think you're going to sit around and do nothing. (laughs) That pool needs cleaning grass needs cutting. The whites go with the whites. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mix the colors. That's right. I'm going back to Brazil to see some family. (laughs) So uh, what a career, right? As much as I have said that he has always uh, bothered me, and, you know, he's one of those guys. And I think with success and the type that he's had, you're always going to have your huge fans and your detractors. Of course, yes. I always just, in the last, certainly through COVID, and just there's been other things he's done the whole preaching about how you should eat properly and the showing up in Tampa and working out in the park when they're supposed to be all locked down. There's just moments when Tom doesn't quite read the room or, right, yeah. you know, Tom doesn't uh, think before he speaks sometimes. But outside of that, hell of a quarterback. Right. <laughs> 22 years and seven Super Bowl rings. Yes. yeah, Quite successful. Yeah. Were you a fan or were you a, a guy who he rubbed you the wrong way because because you're a big football guy. Yeah well, I mean I, I
0: listen I was I was I grew up as a, a kind of a Tampa I, I adopted the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as a as a, as a team of mine mm. years ago mm. uh, long before this. and so you know listen, I think the knock on Tom Brady was always well, one uh, that he was slow and couldn't move. And he was able to silence those detractors in the sense that he became a pretty good quarterback from playing from the pocket. Mm. And and two, that he was tied to Bill Belichick, that it was a combination. It wasn't necessarily Brady being that good. It was Belichick's design around him that that was that good. Mm -hmm. And then he went to Tampa Bay and won. So, you know, he has always been one who's been a bit cocky. Uh, He was, I think, the 199th, Uh, draft pick in the NFL draft, like a sixth-round pick or something like that, Mm. and, you know, went to Robert Kraft and said, that's the best sixth-round pick decision you've ever made. Like, he's that kind of cocky, confident. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, and that rubs people the wrong way. I get it. The problem is, he's backed it up. And and he's proven every he's every naysayer he's pretty much proven at this point.
1: I wonder if him and Kraft will spend a lot of time now in massage parlors. <laughs> now,
0: uh, apparently, they're going to spend at least one day together because uh, the the rumor has it that he will sign a one day contract with the Patriots to retire as a New England Patriot.
1: Now, I, I wonder too. Like he's got these companies, and he says well, that he's going to try to help others and do do good things. Um, but maybe one day down the road, do you see him like being an owner of an NFL team, or uh, being a, the commissioner, or somehow getting involved in management, perhaps of the Patriots? I don't know. I don't know if that's
0: his uh, that's his thing. He's mm-hmm. not. He hasn't really gotten involved. I don't think in a lot of football stuff off the field, mm-hmm. other than his own work, TB12, his companies, and that kind of thing. I, I don't know. I mean, he made. I think, $475 million in contract alone. Right. Not counting endorsements. So he could buy one. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. or be a part of it. Or maybe his, you know, the, you know, the loyalty of Robert Kraft is the way we bring him along. I don't know. And I don't know if he's the type of guy, you know, Tony Romo has excelled as a commentator right, afterwards. Right. I don't know if Tom Brady is that kind of guy.
1: Now, I, I've seen him uh, interviewed with the likes of Stern and others, and he's, he, he seems a bit dry. He right. doesn't seem to be the most... You know, personable, entertaining, outgoing, engaging person in the world. But then you don't have to be when you're Tom Brady. You just throw the ball. Uh, the Argos are on the line, I understand. <laughs> Call and see if he wants to play here. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Vennon and, and Lucky.
0: four nine The Rock.